Hi, beauty. I'm so grateful you were led to this podcast. I'm your host, Miranda. Hi. I'm a wife, coach, and mom to four world changers. And this is the Recalibrating Hearts podcast. It's my heart that in this space, you would encounter the love of the Father and receive downloads, revelations, and solutions for partnering with God in your breakthrough. You'll also hear how we're building our family, powerful prayers and declarations for you, and ways to incorporate natural solutions for whole health. I think it's time to normalize spiritual breakthrough and walk in freedom with whole hearts. Holy Spirit, you get full permission to recalibrate our hearts. Let's go. Hey everyone, I'm so excited to bring this episode to you today because if you let it, it could change your life. I mean, also think of it as free coaching because a lot of times I just go back like 10 years and I think, what would I have wanted to hear if I were to push a podcast, you know, play? What would I have wanted to hear? What would have really blessed me? Nuggets and treasures that would change my life. And so I'm titling this episode today, Three Steps to Manage Your Inner World. Three Steps to Manage Your Inner World. I, do you know the importance of managing your inner world? Like, I guess I didn't. So I don't know if I was late to the club or whatever, but I'm speaking really frankly and directly speaking the truth in love and really might be all over the place, but you'll follow me. I promise. Okay. Holy Spirit, you get my mic. You get this platform. Thank you for anointing my lips. Let it be like honey, do rain and giving a word to someone or everyone within the sound of my voice, a season to anyone who's weary, let it uplift them and re-energize them, recalibrate them. All right. So when it comes to the word of God, I do take that seriously. I didn't my whole life, but I do take it seriously. Um, again, you might've heard in the past episodes, I literally used to fall asleep drooling while reading the word. And I know it sounds funny and I do laugh at myself like that, but I'm thinking unseen spiritual forces had something to do with that. I'm thinking the enemy per se might've wanted to put me to sleep because of the truths that would have set me free. Okay. The word is a living word. Okay. And Jesus became the flesh and dwelt among us, but he is the word. He's known in heaven as the word, the word. Oh my goodness. We love you, Jesus. So reading the word, it's living. It is the living scriptures. It reads you. So I read it. It reads me. It speaks truth. I partner with Holy Spirit Anyway, I digress. So I used to fall asleep. Um, I didn't take the word seriously. I think I wanted to. I I really wanted to. Like looking back, I was just like, no, I really am trying, God. Like somebody help me. But I did not, you know, no excuses. I didn't have a mentor. Like we have Holy Spirit, Spirit, so there really is no excuses, which I learned. But I didn't have somebody to walk me through. Now I listened to an eight and devoured CDs. Okay. Read books that really spoke truth to me because the Bible is Bible, but the, oh man, God uses books so much and rev other people's revelations to unpack things for us or expose, uh, reveal things to us, expose things to us. Oh, I can see myself in this person's story. You know, all that same with podcasting, same with my stories. I pray. Well, I know Holy Spirit's going to use it. So I take the word seriously. Okay. When the Lord says, be fruitful, multiply and subdue the earth. He was serious about that. So he's like, has no issues with boundaries. The father has no issues with boundaries. He told us what to do, especially Adam and Eve. It's a command for us. It's a command to us. Be fruitful, multiply, subdue the earth. Now, question, 
how do I or you, how do we do that if our inner world is just not right? If my inner world is chaos. Okay, so I'll take you back about 10, 15 years because I, as long as I can remember, and I really tried to like go back and reflect before recording this just so I could be accurate of things and not over-dramatize things like I used to like to do, over-exaggerate. But no, I'm just going to say I I had a dysfunctional childhood. My dis- childhood was dysfunctional. Though my parents loved me the best they knew. Okay, holler. But when it <clears throat> when it's dysfunction, control, all that, I you don't get set up for success per se. But they did do the best. So yay, they were better than their parents. Fast forward to the military, and because I was like, Lord, take me back to when I really felt in control of my life. Yeah, never. So the military, basically, they owned me. I did choose that. But I I believe I was like half asleep half my life and not present and not aware. I did choose the military. But like I woke up a little bit in the military. Like something kind of went and jousted me out of like the quote unquote sleep I was in or not being present. Okay. My awareness came to and I thought, oh my goodness, I'm owned at this point. I'm property of the United States Army and the government. Oh my goodness. Like I'm screwed. Okay. So basically... I just remember chaos. Um, I remember feeling trapped. I remember uh, I definitely don't own my life. I'm not in charge. So I'll take you later to befores and afters, but uh, three steps to manage your inner world. Overwhelm and chaos literally in my inner world was an understatement. Okay. So I don't even think there's words for it, but that's those words I could find. I was letting life be in charge of me and other people be in charge of me and really seriously letting things happen to me. Gotta love that. So that was not, I was not able at the time, didn't have tools, skill sets, whatevs to manage my inner world. Here is three steps to do that. And I'm going to go through each one and you know me, share a little bit about it, some befores and afters, but making conscious choices. Step one to managing your inner world. Remember my platform, my beliefs, literally just my experiences in life, take it or leave it, glean from it, be blessed. Making conscious choices. Now that means you got to be aware and present enough. So maybe number one should be actually be present because again, Holy Spirit gets this. So be present. But I think I talked about that in previous episodes. Being present, we're going to combine and making conscious choices. Why is that important for managing your inner world? If I'm more present, I can affect my atmosphere or I should say impact my surroundings and atmosphere. Okay. So before managing my inner world, I was letting life happen to me. Things just happened to me. Goodness, the beliefs around it. Things just happened to me. This always happens to me. I don't, I'm not good enough. I don't deserve it. Just people will always, people will always dot, dot, dot. Making conscious choices and being present to do that, I get to impact my atmosphere. And man, how about I believe? I Wow, I'm getting tingles. Like if you just choose to believe, and I'm not forcing you and telling you what to do now. Come on, this is an inner work you and the Lord get to do and you and Holy Spirit get to do. Okay, there's a tough love. I'm going to take a step back. If you just believed or chose to believe or started being aware that you that you believe that you are in charge and being present is important and being in charge of your life, how how much would that change your world? Like journal question, journal prompt. 
I'm present. How does that change things? Or what if I believed I was present? How would I respond to life? How would I, what choices would I make? I mean, we could unpack this all day, but we're going to just keep going. So before looks like letting life happen to me. After looked like being present and making conscious choices. Okay. Number two, choosing to trust. Now, this is a big one for survivors of trauma, overcomers of trauma, abuse of all forms, um, being in environments of codependency, all that. This is a big one. So my heart is with you as I say it. I could even get emotional, but I won't. I want to I hold it together right now. But choosing to trust. Now, let's just bring it into the light. Um, it's hard to trust. Like, I'm just going to say it for people that need to have that voice or need to voice that. It's good to write this down. It's good to talk it out with someone accountable, safe. It's good to journal. Okay. It's hard. Like, it was so hard for me to trust. I must have made, I must have believed a lie. All people hurt. All men do this. All men leave or hurt, you know. Um, choosing to trust was like, God was like, are you going to take that step? Because like, I'm here. He was like, I'm here, but are you going to take that step? You put the walls up. You chose to believe, you know, and I was like, ah, okay. Yes, but please be gentle with me. Like, it was almost like somebody stepping forward and wincing. I was just like, oh my goodness. Yes, I trust. Please be gentle. Please don't make me do stuff that's uncomfortable. Like, please. Like, fear was just, ooh, fear was my drink. I mean, fear was my blanket. Like, my security blanket. I don't know. So, step two to managing your inner world could, could be for you choosing to trust. Now, let's take that a little further So rebuilding my life with the father, asking him to rebuild things, because does he need to take some foundation out? Is there foundation you're standing on or living on that's really cracked or built on lies or whatever? I don't know. That's for you and him. Again, this is just me presenting some stuff. He had to do that. Now, in the middle of the demolition, we'll call it, for reals, um, in the middle of the demolition, I was like, what are you doing, Lord? Like, who are you trying to be for me? Like, He's like my, your foundation. And I'm like, I had foundation. Thanks. And he was like, yeah, it was faulty. Okay. How does that happen? Like, I didn't know this stuff. Okay. Peeps around me weren't going through this. Everybody's looking like they're perfect. Everybody's, you know, and I'm like, what do you mean faulty? And he revealed to me like, Holy spirit. He doesn't, they don't hold back. Right. They don't hold back. If you want truth, he'll meet you. He is the person of truth. Holy spirit leads you into all truth. And he was like, you believe this lie. You believe that your foundation was faulty on religion, dude. If religion wasn't the biggest, I don't even know, crack in my foundation. We'll call it, we'll be gentle. Crack in my foundation. More like needed an earthquake to shake things up. I don't know what was. Religion steals relationship. It lies, it cheats. Don't get me started right now on it. Religion could be a faulty foundation. Now, we're not going to go into, there's no place in Jesus' name here for guilt, shame, and condemnation, performance, It's Holy Spirit, you get permission to recalibrate. Holy Spirit, you get permission to shake things up. Holy Spirit, ooh. Holy Spirit, like I, Lord, I trade my truths that I believe, not the truth, but the truths I believe for years. Show me. And Lord, I definitely, I remember definitely being on my knees, like in times of pain, trauma, etc. After, you know, the trauma, after this, after that. In the middle of PTSD, I remember being like, take it all. Like, take it all because obviously something ain't right. So I was definitely like, you know, extremes. You know, you go through those seasons. I don't know if you have, but like way extreme to the right, way extreme to the left, way extreme to, it's almost like, like that clock, you know, you're going back and forth or whatever I'm seeing in the in my mind. But 
extreme. Take it all. Take it all. I don't want anything of me. Take it all. I'm not saying I'd do that. Yeah, I would do it again. So basically he had permission in my life. I surrendered what I didn't know. I surrendered what I knew so he could just take it and make it what it was meant to be. Okay. Like I definitely needed to just trade some stuff and I didn't know the words for trading there. It doesn't mean you have to have anyway, basically no performance here. And how do I get free Lord? No, I'm open. I surrender. I position my heart for healing. Okay. Where were we? Number two, choosing trust or choosing certainty, even though there's shaky ground here. I was uncertain in many things, a double-minded, right? So rebuilding your life with a father, rebuilding trust with him. And when you, as I should say, rebuilt trust with him slowly, but surely it like flowed, um, overflowed. And then I could build trust with others. I guess I had that. It kind of overflowed at the same time, but him, others, and then eventually myself, but in the middle of that, it was like him, others, myself, him, others, myself. And it was really rebuilding because trauma really breaks, I think, trust with yourself. Trauma break. It, it just, it's not fair. Evil's not fair. So it will, it will take whatever it wants, right? Prisoners, everything. No fairness. So rebuilding trust with God, choosing. So number one was making conscious choices, being present and making conscious choices. Number two, choosing to trust again. Man, giving yourself permission to trust. And then really choosing certainty in that. I'm going to stand on the word of God, right? Like somebody, come on, somebody stand up. I'm going to stand on the word of God. Like everybody else might be whatever, but I'm going to stand. I'm going to stand. Number three, mm, choosing life in my thoughts. Oh man, you probably heard me mention this before. I am not a broken record. This is one of the most important things in my life. Themes in my life that I was not living before. Um, when I say I was like letting, uh, being overwhelmed, chaos, letting things happen to me, right? If I believe that will happen, it will happen. Um, I'm not getting tied into anything here. So just don't, I, I'm not taking things literal. Like I believe, you know, yes, the power of our thoughts, but let me just say, like, I was choosing death in my thoughts. I was choosing hatred in my thoughts. I was choosing X, Y, Z in my thoughts versus choosing life in my thoughts. Choosing life in my thoughts is in your thoughts is a huge shift, like a big shift and easy. Um, could be easy shift. I want to, I want to honor, um, I want to honor your process right now, what you're going through. I want to honor and validate. There is pain that happens. Trauma happens. Things happen to us. Okay. I didn't realize at the time I can control really one thing, how I respond Okay, I can create the atmosphere of peace. For the, anybody who knows me or is in my inner circle, um, in my closest friends, they understand. They're like, dude, atmosphere is importante to you. And I'm like, yes, it is. Thanks. Now, is there a control behind it? Maybe. I'm still getting free of stuff. Okay, I'm still, dude, I'm in the process. I'm in the process. But atmosphere Okay, like I'll play the soaking music or the good, awesome, like the um, soaking music, the healing tunes, the whole tunes when we're doing whole tunes. Yeah, whole tones, whole tones when we're doing homeschooling. I understand frequency, light, vibration. I ain't no scientist about it, but I understand the power and what it has on us since we're made up of such beautiful things and what it, how sound affects us, right? What I see affects me. What I hear affects me. Very, I'm pretty sensitive being, um, but person to... 
But so atmosphere is important. Oh, I can create that. I can change that. Dude, that was a light bulb for me. So maybe you're not there. Maybe you're further ahead. Maybe you're way behind. It doesn't matter Like if any of these can impact you and bless you and release freedom to you, then it's worth it to me to share. So Lord, use it. All right. So before and afters, before I was letting life happen to me, I chose with by the grace of God to make conscious choices and be present. Before, double-minded, literally unstable in all my ways, fear as a security, quote-unquote, counterfeit security blanket, <clears throat> and by the grace of God, choosing to trust, rebuild relationships with myself, God, and others. And before was like self-hatred at the highest level, like, okay, that's being dramatic. Did not like myself, did, couldn't look myself in the mirror, um, couldn't look at my face in the mirror. People call me beautiful. I'm like, yeah, you may not be talking to me. Like, no, I ain't. But God would, of course, surround me with women and just safe people that would just be like, hey, beautiful. And I'm like, you don't even know me. But it was definitely the voice of God rebuilding me. Um, and then some. And I had a choice to make in that. Do I believe or not in a man? Why? Why is it so hard to believe we're loved? Ooh. Um, so it's from self-hatred to building a relationship with myself. And choosing life in my thoughts. Because as I build a relationship with myself and choose life, my th- like then I'd want to choose life in my thoughts. I want to make healthier choices. I want to feed my body well. I want to, no bondage here, um, choose to look at things that are good and pure and whole, blah, blah. I want to um, listen to things, right, that bless me and benefit me and uplift me. And then, yeah. I won't go off on that. So befores and afters, I just shared three steps to manage your inner world, making, being present, staying present (laughs) and making conscious choices. Now let's talk about staying present real quick. I'm feeling a nudge to move into this. Um, I chose earlier in my life to check out. I chose to not be present. I chose just to spin on things, um, really was fascinated in the wrong way about how do I not be controlled. How do I like literally on the offense, a defense major on the defense. So I was like, how do I not be controlled? How do I, without knowing these programs? Okay. Without knowing this, how do I not be controlled? How do I not come under that person's power? How do I not, how do I escape? Um, trauma does that, right? I know Sandra Kukowski posted something and she is just a person to follow. Um, but she posted like trauma is looking for oh, like looking for a window when there's a door right there, not seeing the door when there's a window or looking for an escape. It was really powerful to me. I was like, yeah, I know that. And sometimes uh, I slip into it when I'm like, no, no. So being present is a choice. I feel like it took me time to build into being present. I wasn't aware. I was reading a book by Sean Bowles and I can't remember which one. Supernatural. Any finances, maybe. I'm not sure maybe Chris Valton now, cause there was years where the Lord, I would raise my littles and just listen to things and read things. And he was like rebuilding me, reparenting me still is reparenting me, healing me from the inside out. And I like, didn't even know that. Right. I was just like, I'm a failure. I'm a loser. All those. Um, but I wasn't present. And when I was awakened to the fact and where, what I'm not present, I should start being present. It was like, whoop, a shift. I'm going to be present. Well now holding that and building, um, Staying there was a challenge, okay, because I was almost like, almost like uh, certain things were released. I'm not sure dopamine, serotonin was released when I wasn't present. When I was present, it was like, this ain't right. This is too hard. I think I'm going to check out, right? So I don't know if that blesses anyone. You need to hear it. It does take partnering with God. I feel like 
that's super helpful partnering with your angels like help me stay present or I don't know whatever we have more for us than against us okay the unseen realm is greater than the seen and I knew that was like it was an infused truth into me that I chose to believe the unseen realm is greater than the seen there's more for me than against me I could do all things through Christ who strengthens me and I would speak the word and I continue to speak the word until it becomes reality or just partnering like that's who we are sons and daughters of God Okay, so I pray that these three steps to managing your inner world um, blesses you. I pray that you take some of these to heart. I mean, there's journal prompts in here. Um, Take notes on it. I pray that you just, my vulnerability is a blessing and it opens up stuff for you. And with that, I'll see you in the next episode.